Hello and welcome back to The Dark Side. I'm your host, Sherry. Today's story is about a young woman named Gretchen Fleming who seemingly vanished without a trace from a bar in Parkersburg, West Virginia. This story is fairly recent and her dad and stepmom are pleading for the public's help in locating their daughter, so I wanted to do my part. This is episode 99, The Disappearance of Gretchen Fleming. This story takes place in 2022. Some things happening at that time. There was the baby formula shortage. Parents everywhere were scrambling to find formula because the shelves were bare. The Rams and the Bengals played in the Super Bowl, and the halftime show included rap legends Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. The Winter Olympics were held in Beijing, China. Apple's stock market value hit $3 trillion. The world's population hit $8 billion. Heart disease was the number one cause of death globally. And lastly, the most played song was Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Gretchen Fleming was born on Christmas Eve, 1994. Growing up, Gretchen had a strained relationship with her mother, and she was raised alongside her sister by their dad, whose name is David. Gretchen grew up in Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is part of Wood County, Parkersburg is the third biggest city in West Virginia. It has a population of 30,000 people. Gretchen attended Parkersburg High School, where she was known for her love of music and always wearing Doc Martens. Her friend Jake told WTAB, She approached me in the hallway. We became friends, but I don't think it was by some weird coincidence. I think it was that we were supposed to meet because she just had this way of where she saw past people's perceptions of you, and she really got to know the true me, and she really got me to open my eyes to a lot of cool and different things. She saved an adolescent me. Gretchen's dad, David, had married a woman named Jennifer, so as a teenager, Gretchen has a new stepmom in the house. Jennifer brought small kids into the house, and her and David had a new baby of their own. So this house that once had a dad and two daughters is now a full house with kids. Gretchen had this really cool fashion style that stood out amongst others. She always dressed different and creative. She loved to write and was really into politics, especially after the 2016 election. She even attended the Women's March in Washington, D.C. that year. She sent her grandmother a photo of her at the march, speaking into a megaphone. Her grandmother says Gretchen wasn't afraid to stand up for what she believes in. I read through her Facebook like I do with all recent cases, and Gretchen seems like someone I would be friends with. She loves her generation, and she was very open. She posted articles about women who were sexually assaulted on campus and made her disgust very clear. She loved the LGBT community, the Muslim community, disabled folks. She was very strong in her beliefs, and she wasn't afraid to let them be known. After high school, Gretchen attended William Peace University in Raleigh, North Carolina, where she studied political science. She then attended Shaw University. She lives away from her family, who was still in Parkersburg, West Virginia, Gretchen was in a long-term relationship with a guy, but they had broken up recently, and Gretchen made the decision to move back to her hometown of Parkersburg, West Virginia. Moving back in in your 20s was a little odd for her. Most of her friends from high school were grown up and moved away. Gretchen had been so independent as a young person with her own place for a few years, and now she's back at home. 
When she comes back, she decides she's not going to move in with her dad and stepmom. There's kids in the house and lots going on with schools and sports, and I can't say that I'd blame her. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but Gretchen wanted to live somewhere more private. So she decides that she's going to live with her grandparents. These are her dad's parents. Her grandmother's name is Louise, and her and Gretchen were very close. Gretchen knew her grandparents were older, and there were some rules. At 10 p.m., the door is locked. Gretchen can come and go as she pleases. She's 27, but they didn't like her coming home after 10 p.m. Most times, Gretchen would just go out and stay with friends. She could be gone for two or three days at a time, and it was all good. She stayed in touch with her family, but she's not a teenager. She's a grown person, so she could do whatever she wanted. She could go days at a time and no communication, and it wasn't cause for concern. Gretchen is very tiny. She's around five foot one and 110 pounds, and she looked much younger than she really was. Louise says Gretchen was a wonderful granddaughter and she loved having her around the house. She says she often tells her she looks like Audrey Hepburn due to her really high cheekbones. Her uncle says that Gretchen always walked around on her tippy toes, so she got the nickname Twinkle Toes growing up. Gretchen had recently gotten a job at H&M, which is a clothing store at the mall. Gretchen did not drive. She elected to just Uber everywhere or catch a ride with a friend. Gretchen was very active on her Instagram and always posting photos of herself that were artistic and made to look just right. Her friends described her as well-spoken, well-traveled writer, and a musician who loves fashion and is very creative. She is currently just trying to get back to some normalcy after the move. She's going through a lot, friends say, with adjusting to living with her grandparents and figuring out what she wants to do next. In May of 2022, Gretchen's mom passed away. Remember, Gretchen had a strained relationship with her and was not raised by her. This did affect her profoundly, though. On Saturday, December 3rd, 2022, the town is gearing up for Christmas. The Thanksgiving holiday is over. The weather is getting colder, and the Christmas feeling is finally in the air. Gretchen's grandmother, Louise, drops her off at the mall so she can report for her shift at H&M. Louise said that she thought she would have seen Gretchen later that evening after work, but Gretchen doesn't come home. She doesn't think much of it. Like I mentioned earlier, Gretchen can go days without seeing or talking to her family, and there's no cause for alarm. She always just comes back home after a couple days. However, a week passes, and Louise hasn't heard from her granddaughter. She goes to visit her son, David, who is Gretchen's dad, to see if he's heard anything from her. And he and his wife, Jennifer, haven't heard from her either. Gretchen has never gone a week without contact. Everyone is calling her, but it's going straight to voicemail, and she's not responding to text messages. Her family files a missing person report with the Parkersburg police, and David and Jennifer immediately begin searching themselves. This is rough because a whole week has passed, so they're getting a late start. They went to various bars in the area and show a picture of Gretchen asking if she was in it all last weekend. They find one bar called The Front Row. They talk to the bartender, and he says Gretchen is a regular there. And yes, she arrived last Saturday night with a man. This man she was with, is his name is John. 
John had returned to the front row bar and dropped off Gretchen's purse the next morning because he says that she left it in his car and he didn't know her well or where she lived or anything, so he just returned it to the bar. The family is wondering who this guy John is because Gretchen never mentioned him to any of them. This is devastating to David, her dad, when the bartender gives him the purse because he opens it and inside is all of Gretchen's things. It's got her ID, her money, her credit cards, and he became even more worried when he saw her phone inside. No woman is just going to leave her phone and purse for a whole week. David says, I'm thinking in my head, this wasn't just a missing persons case. Something has happened. Obviously, we're all looking at this guy, John, like, what did you do with her? John was interviewed extensively by Detective Zimmerman for the Parksburg Police Department, and he was cleared. Gretchen's family has all agreed that John is innocent and didn't have anything to do with Gretchen's disappearance. In fact, David says he spoke face-to-face with John, and John was just as freaked out about her disappearance. John has been truthful and cooperated with police, so just so we're clear, John is not a suspect or even a person of interest. According to Investigation Discovery, John says what happened that night is Gretchen showed up with him to the front row bar. This is a bar that Gretchen knows well. She knows the employees. It's like her home bar. John says they hung out for a while. Then around 11 p.m., they decided to go to a different bar. This one is called the My Way Restaurant and Lounge. It's only a seven-minute drive in between the two bars. They get out of the car, and Gretchen leaves her purse, which includes her cell phone, in John's car, and they head inside. While inside, John says he eventually lost track of Gretchen. Gretchen had been talking to another man. This guy was older and appeared to be in his 50s. Gretchen was visibly intoxicated, according to others who were at the bar that night. Gretchen and this mystery man head into another section of the bar known as the casino area. Patrons at the bar said they saw the man bring Gretchen a drink. Around 3.10 a.m., Gretchen is spotted on camera walking out of the bar with the man. Now, there are no cameras around back where the parking lot is, so we don't see her get in his car. But we do see them leave together and then his car take off. And it's going, it's heading in the direction of his house, which is two miles away. The next day, John, who was the man she had been hanging out with with in the earlier hours, returns her purse to the bar. He tells him, this girl Gretchen left her purse and phone in my car. I don't know where she lives or really anything about her, so I'll leave it here with you guys since she may come back for it. He says he looked for her before he left the night before and couldn't find her anywhere. Gretchen never did come back for her purse. No one knows what happened once she got in that car. Police quickly learn the identity of this man that she left with. He is 55 years old. This is important before I continue. Now, his name has not been released officially by police, so I'll need to refer to him by a different name. I'll call him Jim. Jim is not his real name. It's just a name I made up about 10 seconds ago. However, if you want his real name, you can find it in about two seconds on Google. It's all over the internet with people discussing their theories about what happened to Gretchen that night. But until he's named publicly by police, I'm just going to call him Jim. I apologize to all the Jims out there. Most of you, I'm sure, are wonderful people. I'm just borrowing your name for a story. 
Jim is a former police officer in West Virginia, but had been fired a while back. He actually had a completely different first and last name, but then he changed it. Jim says yes, he hung out with Gretchen last Saturday night at the My Way Restaurant Lounge. They left around 3 a.m., and he says he dropped her off in downtown Parkersburg, and that was the last he'd seen of her. Gretchen's family said they've never heard of this guy, Jim, and they're not sure why Gretchen would have left with him unless she was super drunk or drugged in some way. Detective Zimmerman says things aren't adding up, and Jim's statements are inconsistent. Jennifer, who is Gretchen's stepmom, does some work behind the scenes trying to figure out exactly who this guy Jim is. She learns he works as a delivery man. I believe it may be DoorDash, but he's known to be creepy. He tries to pick up women by delivering food since now he has their address and phone number and was known to contact the women after he's made the delivery. If that doesn't make you want to never use DoorDash again, I don't know what will. They learned multiple people have filed complaints against him for being creepy and having stalker behavior. He's also pursued underage girls online. One mom came forward on the family's Facebook page and shared text messages her daughter had received from him. I really wish I wouldn't have read them. They were truly fucking disgusting. On December 15th, 2022, this is 11 days since Gretchen was last seen at the bar and three days since she was reported missing. Investigators show up to Jim's house with search warrants. They can now search his property, his house, his storage unit, and his car. Unfortunately, they don't find anything that can allow them to immediately arrest him. And worse, they don't find Gretchen. I know police can't tell us everything, as we've seen in so many cases. They have to preserve the integrity of the case. But we wish we could know something. Parkersburg Police Chief Matthew Board says... If it's silent on our end, it doesn't mean we're not working. Understand that everything we're doing, we can't publicize. And I get that, but it's still frustrating. Upon some digging I did, I found that Jim is a real piece of shit. Jim had uploaded a super creepy fake mugshot of himself that read his crime was not taking his daughter to Sweet Frog. I get it's a joke, but it's weird. I'll share some of the things local people have said about him online, There's 45 of them, so I'll just read through some of them. He will sell you something on Facebook and request that you come alone without your husband. He was a driver for Spark and hit on me when I was pregnant, telling me I looked good for being pregnant. This guy stalked me about five years ago. Then I worked at the nursing home with him, and the women there got very upset and wouldn't let him touch them. This guy is always at the corral every Tuesday. He will text very disturbing images of ropes and stuff and try to get you to come to his place. He hit on my underage coworker. In 2019, he followed my friend and I from front row to my way and all the way back to my home. My boyfriend came outside and confronted him and the police were called. Those are both the bars that Gretchen was at, by the way. This man was a DoorDash driver, and he showed up to my friend's house when he wasn't working. She was very scared. He's very creepy. I used to work with him. This man would not leave me alone. I went for drinks just so I could let him down gently because I don't like confrontation, and he became very angry that I wouldn't have sex with him, so he threatened to tell my boyfriend that him and I had been together, which wasn't true. I was so scared I didn't order DoorDash for months in fear that he would take the order. I don't know the guy at all, 
but he would deliver food to my work and make inappropriate comments and make me feel uncomfortable that I would make others go meet him to get the food. Someone shared a DoorDash conversation that she had with him, and you can see he's telling her that he's there with the food, and she thanks him and tells him have a happy Easter afterwards, and then he tells her how beautiful she is. I'm pretty sure this guy delivers food because I remember he would not stop making uncomfortable comments. He said he wouldn't give me my order until I gave him my number. He was my DoorDash driver, and I would order food at my bar I worked at, and he would come and sit at the bar with me and tell me I was beautiful. I had to text my boss to come out of her office to sit with me so I wasn't alone with him. The same night, he found me on Facebook and would message me to find out if I was working. He would also sit in the parking lot until I left. He's the reason the daycare I worked for stopped allowing DoorDash. He would arrive with our food and tell my coworkers and I how beautiful we were. He even showed up with a gun and pretended like he was going to grab it when we told him he couldn't deliver here anymore because he made us all uncomfortable. That's just some of the comments that people say about him. There's a whole thread of people who have met him. Most comments are that he is very inappropriate towards women. He makes you feel uncomfortable. He's very blunt and to the point that he wants to have sex with you. He also doesn't care about your age. Is it possible that he got tired of being rejected by women and decided he was just going to take one? Is it possible that he drugged Gretchen with the drink he brought her that night? Bottom line is that Gretchen got in this creep's car and now she is missing. Police won't reveal what was found in their searches for obvious reasons, but at this point, this man is still not a suspect. He's just a person of interest. Gretchen's father, David, said, We love her. Something happened to her. We don't know what to say. Tomorrow would be her 28th birthday, which will be hard. She's an amazing little girl. I just want her home. Weeks passed, and on Christmas Eve 2022, Gretchen's 28th birthday came and went. It wasn't until December 29th that police announced they had a person of interest by saying, We have a person of interest that we believe has information in regard to the case pertaining to Gretchen. This person we know was at the My Way Lounge the evening that Gretchen was there, and we have cause to believe that Gretchen left with this person. They won't release his name, but the news outlets and bar patrons quickly figured it out. They broadcasted a photo of his car that he was spotted leaving the bar in, It was a black Nissan Rogue with an Outer Banks sticker on the back and a Darth Vader sticker on each side. Police police asked if anyone in the area, business owners or homeowners, had any video footage, ring cameras of the car that night to please come forward. Any little thing will help our investigation. Even things that may seem insignificant to you could be the very piece that we need. This man says that he was just giving her a ride, but with all these testimonies of his behavior, it makes you believe that that's not what happened at all. There were multiple searches for Gretchen. Hundreds of people showed up to look all over the area for her. A large vigil took place and hundreds showed up there as well. The person of interest house was searched again on January 4th, 2023, but police have remained quiet about what they found. If they had anything linking him to Gretchen, he'd certainly be arrested right away. Locals in the area have taken to social media to discuss this person, as I mentioned earlier, even claiming they thought he was responsible for another woman who disappeared in the area prior to Gretchen. 
Sources say that he has since moved out of the house that he lived at the night Gretchen disappeared. This case is frustrating because the leads are there, the suspect is there, he doesn't seem to be the brightest crown in the box, so if he is guilty, how is he still getting away with kidnapping and possibly murder? Is it possible his police background helped him to know exactly what to do? I don't think the police have ruled out something else happening to Gretchen, like maybe he really did drop her off downtown like he said and something happened to her. I'm positive the police have explored these other scenarios, but this man was indeed the last person to see her alive, and he's a total piece of shit, and no one has seen her since. One thing is for sure, this man that she left with that night is guilty of something. It's definitely odd that he changed his first and last name, and for what? Why and how has this guy not been caught yet? Was Gretchen drugged? Did she leave with this man once she was extremely intoxicated because he said he would give her a ride home? And what happened once they got in that car? Gretchen Fleming is five foot one inch tall. She weighs around 110 pounds. She has brown hair and brown eyes. She has a tattoo of a world map on her back. Sadly, according to an article by Carrie Haudasek for West Virginia Metro News, her grandmother believes that she is no longer with us. It's been over a year and there are no sightings or any new developments. She says she is hoping and praying for a miracle and that her heart wants that more than anything, but her head tells her that she is no longer alive. She and the rest of the family continue to hang missing persons flyers around town. The chief of police, Matthew Board, says, quote, this is not a circumstance where it's been put on a shelf or forgotten about. It's being actively pursued as it was from the beginning. He goes on to say, there's not a day that goes by that she and her family are not on my mind and the minds of the men and women of the Parkersburg Police Department. On December 3, 2023, which is the one-year anniversary of her disappearance, Gretchen's grandmother, Louise, shared a photo montage of Gretchen and she wrote, our sweet Gretchen, I can hardly write this without tears flowing. How is it possible that it has been one year since I talked to her or laid eyes on her? Without a doubt, this has been the worst year of my life. Not one day goes by that you don't think of her. You wonder if there is more you should be doing. I will never understand how a human being could be so cruel to let the family and community hurt so bad. How do you live with yourself? You must have given your soul to the devil. I ask all of you to keep your banners, yard signs, and flyers out so she will be remembered until she is found. Our family appreciates all the kind words, prayers, and concern that our community continues to give us. Please don't stop. This is what keeps us going. Please remember to pray for our law enforcement. They are working so hard on this case. Please don't second guess what they are doing. We are 100% supporting their efforts. They will see that Gretchen gets the justice she deserves. Love to all of you. Louise. I believe Gretchen ran into the wrong person that night. It was a perfect storm of a pretty young girl being stalked by a monster. It bothers me that her family could be out at a grocery store and run into this person. He is still free and walking the streets you and I do. One local stated that he has been fired from every job he works at for sexual harassment. I worry about the next pretty girl who orders DoorDash and he shows up on her front steps. The My Way Restaurant and Lounge has been permanently closed in December 22, 2022, the same month that Gretchen disappeared. A truck barreled into the bar and caused a lot of damage. 
Because of its location, it's said to have had 22 accidents in front of the building in the last two years, with four cars hitting the building. Sounds like a super dangerous intersection. Gretchen's father, David, said he wouldn't wish this pain his family feels on his worst enemy. He says, Gretchen, we love you and we will find you. As a parent, I cannot imagine just not knowing what happened, not knowing if she is alive or dead. Her grandmother said she still cannot sleep at night, not knowing. There is currently a $100,000 reward to anyone who can provide the whereabouts of Gretchen. The show disappeared on Investigation Discovery aired an episode about Gretchen Fleming hoping it would generate new leads. What it did was open the door to people who claim to have had interactions with the person of interest and how creepy and disgusting he is. A community search was conducted in March at a large wildlife sanctuary in the area, but nothing turned up. Police say they are still working every day to find Gretchen, and we're all hoping an arrest will be made very soon. Gretchen, if you are out there, you are missed and you are loved and your family is doing everything they can to bring you home. That's it for this week, and I'll see you all again soon. Take care and much love to you all.